Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. I will be speaking today on destiny. Some time ago, I wondered where my life was heading to. Although I had plans, but many times I have discovered that life doesn't always go as planned. It sort of springs surprises on you. I wondered, will I become what I want to be? Will I end up where I want to go? Or will I become what God wants me to be and end up where He wants me to go? The first thought is that destiny operates by choice. And the second one is that destiny comes by predestination. Now, predestination means that our destinies have already been predetermined. And choice means that our lives become what we choose by ourselves. There has long been a dichotomy between those who think life is governed by predestination and those who think choice is the pathway to fulfilling life's purpose. In other words, there's a line of thought which believes that what you become is basically up to you and some others who believe you become what God wants you to become. It's worth noting that life's purpose has nothing to do with material things or money. Christ said in Luke 12:15 that a man's life does not consist of his possessions. Your life's purpose is the main thing you were born to do. Your addition to the development of the human race, it is that thing you do that makes life better for others. It naturally makes sense to think that our lives become whatever we choose. This is the practical approach. The scriptures like Deuteronomy 13:19 asked Israel to choose between life and death. And also Romans 10:9 says, if you confess and believe in Christ, you shall be saved. However, there are also many references to predestination in scripture. Christ said in John 15:16, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain and whatever you ask of the Father in my name he may give it to you now this seems like a total contradiction with this first set of scriptures now this is apart from a scripture like Romans 8:29 which says for whom he did for know he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. These latter scriptures clearly suggests that we have been predestined. This brings up a bit of a dilemma for a thinker. The question now becomes whether I choose or the choice has already been made for me. This issue weighed on my mind for quite some time. Until the answer came to me years ago after I made an inquiry before God. And this is what God said to me. He said predestination or destiny and choice are not opposites as I had thought, but they are layers which work together. The difference between them is that one is spiritual and therefore superior to the other. 
destiny is spiritual and therefore a product of predestination and choice is a mental activity which means predestination or destiny comes before choice in fact all choices are products of your destiny it's your destiny that generates your choices that's the reason why no one has limitless choices all men are presented with a prearranged set of choices in accordance with their preordained destiny within the framework of your destiny you have choices but those choices can never go beyond that frame or boundaries created for you before you were born i have found there are many routes leading to the same place in life some routes are longer some have more suffering some are easier it's now up to you to choose which route will take you there within the available options presented to you if you choose well life will be easier but if you make the wrong choices life will be harder but in all this your destiny remains the same now let's talk about not being given a choice at all sometimes your destiny offers you no choices in certain areas i believe that the extent of choices given to a person depends on where the person is heading to when your destiny tends to affect the lives of many other people you are given very little choices this is because you might make the wrong choices and mess up many other lives therefore in the interest of common good you are compelled into a path with no choice this is the disadvantage of having a great destiny a good example of this is the life of joseph joseph was predestined to rule over egypt and save many lives thinking about it the life of joseph is also tied very closely to the destiny of israel as a nation and the fate of the world at large at that time then later came moses the jews were illiterate people and to make them a nation that would be the light of the world of their time they needed to have an educated leader to show the way now egypt had the highest education available in that period so bringing joseph and ultimately israel to egypt made sense on the long run moses became a product of an israeli pedigree with an egyptian education perfectly suited for the job of forming a nation by writing their constitution which is now what we call the law of moses moses was to form an independent nation through whom god can introduce himself to egypt and the world god said this in exodus 7:5 and the templates of egypt served as that introduction the nation was born after moses took them out of egypt but the whole thing started with joseph i believe that is why joseph had virtually no choices at all he had to be in egypt one way or the other everything he went through in egypt was all designed to take him before pharaoh his gift of interpretation of dreams was meant to give him value before pharaoh and pharaoh's dreams served to force his hand to need joseph 
none of these events gave Joseph any choice. I'm very sure if Joseph was given a choice, Joseph would have preferred to remain in his father's house rather than go through those things that brought him to his destiny. This tells you that the road to destiny is not always smooth and glorious destinies don't always look that way at inception. When you look at the events in history this way, it becomes more evident that these things have all been well planned out in high places ahead of time. However, I do believe that most people are generally given choices on how to proceed, but those choices they make only determine how their life's experience will be. This is because choices cannot change destiny. Why do I say these things? Why am I so sure? A choice is a mental activity and predestination is a spiritual activity. We know that the spirit realm controls the mental while the mental controls the physical. So choice being mental cannot possibly control destiny which is spiritual. It can only affect life's experience since mental realm controls the physical. Therefore, destiny always remains the same. A person's destiny actually existed before they did. My dear listeners, regardless of how your life is going currently, you need to know that your destiny remains the same. There are people who will say things to scare you. Things like, someone has taken your destiny. But I'm here to tell you that it's not possible. Joseph was destined to rule over Egypt, but his path never looked like it. Anyone looking at the way his life was going will think being sold into slavery will have aborted his destiny, which was what his brothers actually intended, but it's impossible. Whatever choices you may have made in life do not have the power to change your destiny. Talk less of the choices of someone else. They can only make the road longer or harder, which is not such a bad thing though, because it gives you more time here on earth. So don't be worried about your destiny because it is way beyond human control. Also, stop trying to escape your destiny, but endeavor to discover it. And when you do, cooperate with your maker to find the best way to arrive there. Learn from the life of Jonah. He was meant to save Nineveh, but his choice took him through the belly of the whale. Before I wrap this up, there is one last group I would like to consider. That is, those who die young. The question is, were they destined to die young? And why would God design someone's destiny this way? It's still a little hard to fully understand why that happens, but it seems to be those who do not really have a divine purpose anymore on earth. Or they achieved them too fast, which makes them become dispensable. Let me explain. Living life without purpose is not a good thing. The scriptures contain several divine promises of long life, but living life without purpose on earth can be counterproductive to a person's life story. It is far better to leave this planet once you have 
achieved your divine purpose than hang around without purpose and possibly ruin your legacy. Take King Hezekiah in the Bible as an example. In 2 Kings 21, the angel of the Lord told Hezekiah to prepare himself to die. But Hezekiah did not understand that God was being kind to him. He cried to God for more time and since he was one of the few good kings in Israel, the angel of the Lord granted him more time out of pity. This was Hezekiah's greatest mistake because he presumed to know better than the Almighty. Just like Moses thought he loved Israel more than God when God proposed to start all over again with him and he turned it down. But then he ended up not getting to the promised land on account of these same people. Hezekiah was a king with a perfect record until those 15 years God gave him. Nothing good came out of him anymore. First of all, he had Manasseh, the worst king ever in Israel, whose sin caused God to destroy Jerusalem. He also foolishly showed up the treasures of the temple to strangers, who eventually returned in an invasion against Israel because of that. When God designs a man's life to be short, it's not that God doesn't like the person, but rather, it's a grace. If Ezekiah understood this, he would have accepted that grace and his legacy would have been preserved. Now secondly, as much as we want to achieve our goals early in life, I must caution that finishing with your purpose too early in life can also make you dispensable once you are done. So don't be in such a hurry to achieve it all. Heaven will not bother to commit much resources to keeping you alive on earth when you're not really needed here anymore. Sometimes you can even be called up to take up a better assignment on the other side. But if you don't understand that physical death is not the end, but just the beginning, you will insist on remaining here to your own peril. It's difficult to kill someone who heaven has an assignment for on earth. And it's easy to get rid of someone who heaven doesn't really need here anymore. Christ finished his work at age 33 years and moved on to assume the rank of King of Kings through his death and resurrection. It's possible that a person's life purpose is to briefly assist someone else or ease the way of another for a time. What I have come to know is that all are rewarded equally in the kingdom according to faithfulness, not the size or importance of their assignment. So don't bother about another person's destiny. Do not make comparison on the basis of perceived human importance or long life. The size of your destiny doesn't count only your faithfulness in carrying it out. Therefore, find what your life's purpose is and get doing it. Be faithful with whatever your destiny requires you to do. If you're meant to do big things, do it with humility. If it's to help someone else with his assignment for a time, just do it with joy. Pray for someone you have been inspired to help with his or her important assignment and never covet the destiny of other people. Let me end this episode with the parable of the workers told by Christ in Matthew 
20 from 1 to 16. This is a very long passage, so I will just summarize. Christ told the story to illustrate what the kingdom of heaven is like. He spoke of a man who went out to hire workers to do a project. In the morning, the man went out to get some workers to start the work. Later in the afternoon, he went out again and hired more workers to join the earlier workers. Then later in the evening, he went out again and got even more labor. However, when it was time to pay, he gave everyone exactly the same amount. Now the ones who worked from the morning naturally felt they deserved more pay. But the master told them it was none of their business what he does with his money. This story is very clear. All are rewarded equally in the end. Do whatever it is you have been destined to do diligently. It doesn't matter if it's a big thing or a small thing. Even if it's to help someone else with his or her assignment, do it happily. This is because in the end, both you and that person you helped will be rewarded equally. May God grant us more understanding in Jesus' name. Thank you very much for listening and God bless you. Hope you were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.